This is the Kitchen Table War Story Series, ground zero for the legendary tales of the mineral space. Hey guys, this is Tim Powell from the Minerals and Royalties Council. I recently sat down with Robert Hefner, CEO of Hefner Energy, to walk through some of the crazy stories he's experienced from over the years. Let's jump into the episode and hear more of what Robert has to say. Hi y'all, this is Robert Hefner, CEO of Hefner Energy, and these are my Kitchen Table War Stories. This particular story uh, had me wound up in Hobbs, New Mexico, where we were managing Chesapeake Energy's, um, I guess their Permian play on the New Mexico side of things. And if you've ever been to Hobbs, it's not the largest of towns. It's it's quite small. Uh, in fact, you have to drive to, I think it was Lovington uh, from Hobbs, which is about a 30 minute drive to get to the county courthouse every day. And at that point in time, we had rented the entire hotel out. So, so our firm pretty much, um, I don't even know how many rooms it was, but it was quite a few. So anyway, I'm down there managing this whole project and I'm driving back and forth every week, which it's a nine hour drive, mind you, from Oklahoma City. So I was quite the road warrior at the time as well. And I was not in charge of hiring. So somebody else was handling all the hiring and they hired this particular girl. She shows up to work the first day and she said, hey, you know, my glasses are broke. I need to go take care of it. The closest place to take care of it's, you know, quite a, quite a drive. I said, great, well, go take care of it. Come back, show up to work, ready to go. So she does, she takes care of it. I think she started two days later than she was supposed to. And then, you know, th- throughout the next week or so, we, we, she was, something was always off. I'll just put it that way, Tim. And I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but something was off. And so the next thing that happens about, a, I think it was about a week later, the hotel manager calls me and he says, hey, Robert, I've got kind of a situation here. This, this girl that showed up had brought her pit bull with her and the pit bull is not very nice. Um, and so you know, <laughs> we, we, we kind of need to get into the room, you know, to clean it. And, you know, there's some federal regulations around how often we have to enter the room. I was like, okay, well, let me talk to her. Let me take care of it. And so we dealt with that. You know, I, I said, look, it's a nice pit bull. I went and met the pit bull myself and, and held the pit bull while they went in and cleaned the room. Okay. So now a week, a week goes by again. And at this point I get, I forget what happened. I think she told me her boyfriend was living with her. And I was like, wait a second, like, who's this guy? Where did he come from? I guess it doesn't matter to me as long as you're doing your job well. But then I get a call again from the hotel manager saying, Robert, we have another problem with this girl. I was like, well, what what is it? Well, I, I don't really know how to tell you this, but there's a guy living in the room and there's a horrible smell coming from the room. And some of the other tenants are complaining now uh, that are staying nearby. And we tried to knock on the door multiple times. And finally, this guy came to the door and he threatened all of our employees. He said, if you effing come in here, I'm going to effing kill each and every one of you. So (laughs) that escalated quite quickly. And I I was like, man, I I don't know what to tell you here. This, This is a crazy situation. I talked to the girl she tells me, yeah, that's my boyfriend and he's in there and he's really aggressive. Just leave him alone. Don't, you know, just leave him alone. I was like, well, we can't do that. They have to get in there to clean the room. There's this, there's this smell coming from it. 
And so the next thing I know, the FBI has showed up, the DEA as well, has showed up to the hotel and they're raiding the place. They, they go in, bust the door down, arrest the guy, arrest her. They, the, the room was destroyed. I forget what the damages were. It was tens of thousands, I think. And you know, they, they found holes in the wall with hangers, wire hangers, dropping down methamphetamine, holes in the Jeez. mattress, meth in there too. So that they, they, they were running a meth operation out of this hotel while this girl's working for me. It was, it was just pretty crazy. <laughs> so um, again, you, you wind up in some weird places at times. Hey guys, I wanted to take a quick break from the conversation to say thank you to Noble Royalties for sponsoring our Minerals and Royalties podcast. As a leader in the minerals and royalties space since 1997, Noble remains committed to creative solutions for others who may be rethinking their risk tolerance. In order to adjust to the current market cycle, Noble thinks it might be time to reset, rethink, and redeploy capital differently. If you're interested in exploring ways to work with Noble, then please give Chase Morris a call at 972-788-5823 or email him at cmorris at nobleroyalties.com. I also want to thank Enverus, the industry's leading SaaS company that delivers highly technical insights and analytics that power customers to make profit-improving decisions. MineralSoft, Enverus's mineral solution, is a software platform designed to help executives manage minerals, royalties, and non-operated working interests in a way that enables them to maximize the value of their portfolio by identifying missing revenue. If you're interested in learning more about Enverus and MineralSoft, then please check out their website at www.enverus.com or email businessdevelopment at enverus.com. Thanks. Now let's jump back into the episode. This is probably the craziest one I experienced in my whole career. Um, at, at the time, I forget who I was working for. Maybe it was Cabot Oil and Gas out in Dewey County in, uh, in Oklahoma. And we were, we were trying to buy up a bunch of different overrides, assignments, working interest, et cetera. To court to block everything up uh, for them, I happened upon this girl, point, woman. I think her name was Hively or something along those lines. Anyway, I, I get a hold of her and I'm like, "Hey, ma'am, you know, I'm looking for your parents." And she was like, "Oh, you know, sorry, they're not available." And I was like, "Well, okay, I'm calling you about this this property I show you own. You own a bunch of working interest in this unit." we'd like to buy it from you. And, and that's why I'm trying to get a hold of your parents. And she's like, well, you know, you can't talk to them. And I was like, okay, well, I'm sorry. Did something happen? She's like, yeah, they're dead. And I was like, no, okay. Now real well. quick. What, what was the, cause everyone will be clued in on the, the way this story goes. What was her like vibe when you speaking to her? Was it, was it kind of off when she said it that way or, or what? Yeah. So this is over the phone. I'm not getting any you know, visual cues. This isn't in person. She's, I think she was living out in California in LA at the time too. Uh, maybe it was Santa Barbara and no, there, there was no real anything off other than during that first phone call after she said, you know, they're dead, you know, as a landman, you immediately go into affidavit of death and airship mode. So I start asking those questions and I say, you know, okay, did they die with a will? Did they die testate and testate? And this was the point at which it, it got off. She goes, you know what? Why don't you just call me back? And, and she was very nice. That was, this is the crazy part, super nice. But she goes, why don't you just call me back? You can go look it up in the LA Times. Call me back after you've researched it. And, so, and then she hung up. Oh, so she so, gave you the heads up. Oh yeah, she completely uh. gave the heads up on this deal. So I, I'm sitting there like, okay, I've never had that before. So I'm, I go to the LA Times and I start, having to dig in, dig, dig further and further and further. And finally, and I just pulled it up on my computer, I found this article dated June 22nd, 1994. 
the title of it is Man Sentenced in 1987 Murders of Wealthy In-Laws. So <laughs> what it says happened and what she basically said, yeah, that's how it went down, was she was married to a guy named Charles LaGrosse and she convinced him to kill her parents who were wealthy. And he, and he ended up hiring two Israeli hitmen from Israel who flew over here and off them. The moment that, <laughs> the moment that I guess he killed them through, the, through hiring this guy, she immediately went to the police and said, hey, I know who killed these people and I'll, I'll rat them out basically if you give me immunity, which apparently they did. And so she, she got rid of her husband. I guess she must have not liked him very much in this whole process, but she got immunity and inherited all of the interest from her parents after killing them. Gosh, I'll, so I'll say this. She seems uh, pretty ruthless. How was she in the negotiating on the minerals? Well, so this was a lease deal, working interest deal, not minerals. Um, but either way, like, you know, I'm sitting there thinking in my head, like, shit is <laughs> this woman going to come after me if she ends up not liking the deal that we trade on? You know, and and that went through my head quite a bit. That <laughs> I remember that, and ultimately I actually signed the deal. So there's an assignment uh, and conveyance <laughs> out there where she signed it, I took it, we recorded it, deal done. Never heard from her ever since. And in fact, those those two hitmen were extradited from Tel Aviv in like 1990 or something. So the LA Times even ran a follow-up article to this one because it was so crazy. But that was by far the craziest situation I ever found myself in. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed. The Minerals and Royalties Council represents the largest network of senior minerals and royalties-focused executives and investors in the world. Throughout the year, we leverage our relationships and industry knowledge to facilitate introductions on behalf of our royalties clients to help them place capital, buy and sell deals, and form new partnerships. If you're interested in learning more about how we can help your team, then please email me at tim.powell at energycouncil.com or visit our website at www.energycouncil.com forward slash minerals dash royalties dash council forward slash. Also, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to share these episodes with anyone in your network that you think would enjoy. Thanks and see you next time.